Hello again, listeners, subscribers, especially viewers who've been had a great treat with a bunch of video episodes recently. Uh, even though this one's not video, please stick around. With you as always, I'm Top Toes. And I am Any. Oh, did I mess that one up this time? <laughs> no, no, you are actually Any. <laughs> My lovely co-host. Hi, welcome to the Oh Those Toes podcast. Thanks for listening, even though... There's nothing to see today. Oh, uh, all of a sudden, hundreds of people just dropped off. No, I'm just kidding. Especially on YouTube. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we've, we've been such we've been a doing... treat to our YouTube following because we've had uh, guests and video episodes back to back to back to back. And uh, today we go old school. You and I and the cozy sound of radio. <laughs> talking fetishy things that's the best i mean that's, that's what really... we do right yeah i mean that is that is that is what we're good at that so... is why people listen like let's not you know the videos uh, are a treat but i think i think we have a really good um listener fan base so thanks you guys thanks for listening we really appreciate you um but I before gonna, we i was gonna call you out on the frog in your throat just you know to maybe to justify, but what's surprising is I should be the one who can't talk right. I've been breathing Canadian fire for three days. That's right. Yeah, Ugh. your your voice is the one that should be hoarse. Hey, I'm having sympathy pains here for you. Yeah, New York That's City has looked like something out of out of a Philip K. Dick novel. Um, it's just been a weird yellow haze. It's it's crazy. It, absolutely crazy out here. Hopefully by the time this airs, that is a uh, finished issue, both for the sake of our Canadian friends whose country is on fire and for the sake of, you know, our Eastern Seaboard listeners who have been just inundated with smoke, myself included. Um, hoping by the time you're hearing this, that's something we talk about fondly in the past. But right now, it's kind of scary and creepy. Yeah. I've just been dealing with whatever the storm blew in i'm severely allergic and um when i'm stressed and my immune system is down it's harder for me to fight you know uh fight off my allergies and i hate taking daily medication i'm supposed to mm. but I, I i i just don't like that i don't like all that junk in my system so if i don't catch it early enough i end up with a sinus infection or some type of crazy sounding today's episode is brought to you by poor border control holy fuck canadian smoke mexican pollen keep it out of this country (laughs) yeah so bear with me build a dome um, bear with me as i cough and clear my throat and try my best not to snotty nose talk to all of you um i was uh actually funny story real quick uh, someone asked me for a custom and it's a, it's a JOI as always. Like that's my most popular thing these days. Um, but it was supposed to be like a, like a sensual, uh, sweet, uh, nylon removal, uh, JOI. And I'd agreed to it. And then I, I refunded his money back. He's like, Hey, you sent my money back. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna be able to keep my dead meet my deadline. And I, I'm just not in the mood to do this for you. Like, I do not feel sexy. I do not sound sexy. I do not want to stop and re-record because I'm coughing every five minutes or whatever. And he was like, oh my gosh, 
do you do you have a do you sound kind of raspy voiced and you know whatever and I was like yeah and like really it's just snotty nose and he was and so he just completely changed his request and now we're doing <laughs> which I think is really funny and really adorable actually so shout out to my guy we're doing um, uh Kathleen Turner role play we're doing <laughs> we're doing uh like I'm sick and what are you gonna do to make me feel better <laughs> nice pivot yes like that Yes. Like what are you going to do? How are you going to suck these nylon toes to make me feel better? Yeah. And so then I'm giving instructions on what exactly I want um, mm. to feel better. Yeah. So, so you did mention <laughs> your, your most popular is, is a JOI. We've, as we said, we had a lot of guests recently. Actually, we're going to have quite a few more coming up. Um, got a nice schedule coming up. But a lot of the guests, almost all of the guests have said, they do a lot of, or their most popular request is JOI in the in the foot fetish scene at the very least, but probably even those who branch out into non-foot fetish related content. Um, there are uh, a lot of guys who want to jerk off and apparently don't know how. I, you know, I thought about that. Um, I thought, is it just subby guys that ask for JOIs? Because that's not, that's not true. Um, I think coincidentally, the, the last few guests that we've had don't do full nudity. So there's a limit to what we can, what people can request. Mm -hmm. So, um, but, you know, one of my friends and I won't name her because, you know, I didn't ask for her permission, but she does full nudity on her OnlyFans and her most popular request she's told me is, um, uh, masturbation. Hmm. Both in nylon and off of nylon and, and out of nylons. So it's, it's um, you know, just solo play, like just solo pussy play is what she says. So perhaps if we offer that, like er like our, our Erica Joy, our last guest for sure, if she offered nudity, absolutely. That's, I think that's what people would be asking her for ass play and shit like that. She's a phenomenal figure. So, um but she also happens to be very good at JOIs. She's very different in what she does. Um, so I think I think men are just curious, and I think men just want that kind of encouragement. I don't think it's that they don't they want instructions. I think they want I was, encouragement. I was being slightly facetious and saying they don't know how. I think men are I, more knowing. I know you were being literal, but I'm saying they don't want instructions on exactly what to do with their dick. I think. They just want the interaction. They want to feel like you're right there. Like well, I think I mentioned sometime, maybe season one or season two, when we were talking about the 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 golden days of internet porn, and the genre used to be called JOE, and I think um, yes, Joe videos kind of just didn't. It it wasn't necessarily okay. I want, and there's a lot of JOI porn out there that is literally like you know here's the beat I want you to do it to, you know, start, stop kind of stuff, uh, the playing card stuff, red card, green card sign of stuff. But I think more of it really is, falls under the, what would be the older term of just encouragement, you know, like, oh, here's a beautiful woman, you know, I I'm going to jerk to this woman's feet no matter what, because I'm looking at porn and that's what I want to do. But the idea of her encouraging me to do it is that much mm -hmm. more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that I think that name should have stuck. I think it should be J O E. 
Mm. I think it should be Joe's. I think we should be, we should all be doing Joe's. Yeah, I think so. But the problem was porn stars named Joe were getting a lot of uh, genre confusion. So they just changed it to to Joy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I think we had a guest, uh, was it, I think it was Malika, was the first person I'd ever heard actually say it as a word. She referred to them as Joy videos, which I thought was really unique. Yeah, a lot of people do that. I don't because it's. No, no, I, I, yeah, uh, I don't like it because it, I, I don't know, I have a friend named Joy, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, and then we just had Miss Erica Joy, but that's J-O, that's J-O-Y. Uh, maybe uh, it's Erica Joy because she's so good at J-O-Y's though. But it's J-O-Y. I have no clue. I know, but you know. We're, we're speculating here. Um, yeah. And I just, I lost the, the, the thought I had for a second, which was, you know. Yeah. Was it about nylon JOIs? Um, since we're doing our li- nylon segment, we are we are into the, the the nylon block, which continues. We can't even call it nylon month because it started in May. It's June, and I think if our schedule holds, it's going to roll almost into July, or possibly well into July. Um, you know, this is actually I mean, part of my evil master plan of changing this to a um, to a nylon podcast. But we can't do that. There are so many other people doing nylon podcasts doing it well um you know there's there's love and nylon podcast there's now uh what is what is chuck and um and uh, uh, one? Sheer, sheer thoughts sheer thoughts yeah yes mm-hmm. shout yeah. out to our our la- our previous guest chuck he was on recently uh or yeah, chuck's. Not long ago. is it chuck's Ch- uh, yeah chuck's it's it's chuck plus two z's yeah, and or, uh, that's Zeds for our Canadian and British uh, listeners. And uh, Sony Panda decided. To, Sony is a is a fashion tights model more than. I mean, of course, we all do. She's fetish actually, stuff, a, but she's she is in fact a nylon brand owner. She is yes, that's yes. Correct. By, by Sony Panda X is a a brand of nylons that you can buy that uh, from people I'm aware <laughs> of are very well rever- uh, very well reviewed, which is kind of cool because she's because sony herself started off her youtube presence originally was literally nylon reviewing it was from the most basic to the most expensive she'd get a pair she'd do an unboxing she'd and give an honest review with a blog um you know full blog articles on this she's very very into the nylon scene as a serious wearer and connoisseur right far less yeah. fetishy and then you've got chuck who's a fetish monster <laughs> I think that's a really good, um, <laughs> it really is. Um, it's a good, uh, it's a good mix. Yeah. Um, it's a good mix. Yeah. Especially because, you know, Sony is so wholesome and we thought Tux was pretty fucking wholesome until we came across his OnlyFans content. Yeah. Um, and then we're like, holy shit, um, encasement, yeah. hello. Yeah, and that's something that we have wanted to talk about. And I keep saying, I can't talk about encasement unless we've got a guest who knows it. Um, because I just, obviously, I know what it is. I've seen it. It's not particularly sexy to me. I find it a little on the odd side. And I really need to, but not not bad, not, not kink shaming. You know, just it doesn't appeal to me. So I can't even begin to contemplate so the that, appeal of it see so all right so there was an article on cosmo one day um 
let me see. I thought I had it. It was, it's called, here's what to know about having a nylon fetish. Oh, so, dear God. Cosmo is getting into our world now. Yes, <laughs> I know. Uh, when was this uh, published in November of 2021? Um, Mid-COVID, you know, everybody was trying to figure out shit, sh- you know, shit to do. Um, yeah, but they, they go on to, you know, they, it's, it's a, it's a fine article. It's not, it's not bad. It's not good. Um, okay. It, it's not, it doesn't make nylon fetish sound weird. It's trying to normalize it, which I always appreciate, you know, that, that oh, kind absolutely. of perspective. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, they talk about the, the fashion side of it, you know, so like, yes, people like to see it, but also people like to wear it. Um, and, and then, so then they go off into, I think that what they were referring to is encasement, but they just didn't know what to call it or how to, you know, mm. but, um, but the point that they were making is that, um, or the, what I what I, what I took from it is that, it's the same thing. When I think of nylon fetish, I think of it from my perspective, which is essentially wearing nylons and making them look sexy, and making me feel sexy. I think of thigh highs. I think of fishnets. I think of full pantyhose. I even think of nylon socks. But never does my mind my mind go to nylon encasement other than when I, when I used to um, be super close to our friend Jay with the knee highs Mm -hmm. because he enjoyed wearing them and he felt sexy when he wore pantyhose. Um, And I remember him specifically saying that he liked how his junk looked in them. And I was like, well, doesn't it just squish the shit out of everything right like it's just i mean because that's what it does for us right yeah um, we've even talked about how how a pair of nylons can literally affect foot shape yeah and it can drop you down a size right um so i think that it's less from a fashion point of view less from a uh oh gosh what is this what am i looking for like le- less of a visual mm. and, and much more, more into the tactile Yes. The other thing, it's more I think sensation. The reason, the reason why I'm not finding the the understanding of the focus, you are a nylon wearer, but for you, it it's kind of the point of glamour, and also a point of seduction to your partner. For me, I am a I am a well, I'm a foot fetishist first and foremost too, which is why nylons above the waist really just don't even apply into my thought process. But I am the observer, the toucher, the But you always end up removing them. Um, Do you not? Depends on what action is going to be taken. All right. Okay. But, blunt question. But, blunt question. Okay. Um, you're you're done playing with the feet, or doing whatever you're doing with feet. You're done with foreplay, and you're getting now down to the nitty gritty, and you're going to have some intercourse. You're you're going to do some fucking. Do you remove the nylons? Do you tear a hole in them? If there's a hole in them, or crotchless nylons or pantyhose, do you keep them on and continue the fucking? Um, or do they always, always come off? I have... Actually... I do not believe I've ever actually um, been with somebody who was wearing crotchless pantyhose. So um, they always come off. But if... 
But if they're stockings, if they're knee highs, if they're nylon socks, no, they don't necessarily come off. If they were crotchless pantyhose, no, they would not necessarily come off. Why the hell haven't you gotten crotchless pantyhose for your girls? Because there's, unless I'm mistaken, there's no nice actual hosiery brands making crotchless pantyhose. It's mostly just kind of like the the crass stuff that isn't nice stuff. That doesn't feel soft. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Lake mm-hmm. Avenue does not make nylons that are you know, actually enjoyable as nylons or that you would actually want to wear out. Oh, God. Lake Avenue is strictly for costume play for me. Exactly. Like, I've made so, a mistake. Yeah. I'm not generally um, dealing in costume nylons, which it seems like most crotchless are. If I happen to come across a situation where an actual pair of nylons that was, you know, chosen to be worn had become damaged in the crotch and ripping them would not be taking a pair off the line that could otherwise stay. I'd go for that. Um, it's actually kind of hard to rip the crotch out of. Not, I, you know, no, what, they're so it. reinforced. It's, yeah, they're so yeah reinforced. that's a point where there's like multiple seams intersecting. It ain't easy. Yeah. And taking a pocket knife to, to your partner's crotch is kind of freaky and people kind of, you know, lose the mood <laughs> on that. Route. That's a whole nother fetish, kid. <laughs> That's entirely different. And uh, yeah. And, and um, <clears throat> in the in the club scene, knife play is one of those things that's like uh, almost impossible to to play with in a in a public dungeon setting. And I'm not sure I'd want to belong to a public dungeon where knife play was allowed because it just right. looked like the chaos. Uh, but backing up, yeah. So encasement is more for the sake <sighs> of the fetish of the wearer. And I'm not the wearer. So, so I think that's why I don't get it. So I want to grab somebody who does get it and pick their brain. And you know, we know who we have to call. Right. So let's, let's talk to Chuck. Let's, let's get him back. We, we promised we'd get him back when we were talking nylons anyway. I think we made that promise on the air. So, we did, yeah. So let's get him back. Let's get him <laughs> zoot suited up. Let's get him on camera since he is an exhibitionist and a freak. Oh, goodness. Um, um, I might but, be able to tolerate him. I don't know. Like, the, the facial covering thing you know, just looks like a burglar mask to me. But, you know. Okay. Did you say burglar mask? Yeah. The old classic. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. You're putting the stockings over the face. Um, yeah. It reminds me of Home Alone, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, um, I, I don't see no, the kink no, but, in it. But I, but I want to. That's a form of, I think, like, restriction like like tying people up it's just in the same it's in the same kind of area because you're you're restricting the hands the face I mean they can't almost not breathe they can't taste anything they can't really do anything hmm. well you said taste I wonder if there's any if any play with encasement and the the facial encasement with like nylons a, that are already worn by somebody else like a gimp mask no 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 you're 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 you either misheard me or you're not on the same page as me at all um the facial covering part of encasement i wonder if anyone plays with that oh where like somebody's already like worn pantyhose and they're tasting that so yeah gotcha. they're smelling okay. or tasting you know it's like lots of people buy used nylons <laughs> from women um to, to smell and taste and play with. And I don't know. I'm sure there are people who are sticking them right over their heads. Um, 
Mm. Just kind of walking around. Like my masks, like when I did my my uh my uh my masks and my shoes and then they put them on their face and just smelled my feet all day. Oh, you're talking about like your um your your COVID era face mask. Yeah. Yeah, except they do that with the pantyhose, right? So they put the entire face mm. in in the crotch part of the pantyhose and just walk around all day. Why not? Let's let's save these mess these questions for Chuck. We need to write these down because we'll forget. We but will. yeah, so I mean, yeah, so there's so many different parts of nylon fetish that we don't even touch on because we only, I mean, I only think of it as part of my outfit and like you said, seducing my partner. But yeah. what about, what about the accidental tease? Well, that, yeah, I, I did want to, uh, to touch on that. Um, Let, why don't I've we, got a little anecdote, so. Why don't we take a quick break? And we come back, we can talk about all the pantyhose, nylon, accidental teasing that we've been exposed to or done. And the big question as to whether it's so accidental at all. <laughs> Back in just a bit. Okay, welcome back. Um, all right, so before we, when we left off, you were about to share a cute little anecdote about nylons, and I cut you off. Well, actually, it isn't surprisingly, but it, it ties into some other. This is literally from this morning, and um, one of the only uh, people in my building, you know, day job, who uh, actually knows about the podcast and everything else. Um, and she's a bit of a hippie chick, and she was uh, she made some comment about, you know, she finally uh, broke out the Birkenstocks for the year. Wait, and... d- just to clarify, this is not accidental tease chick, is it? No, no, no. Okay, because I was like, that's not accidental. No, no, accidental tease chick might not be so accidental if she was well aware of the podcast. But, um, okay. No, and so I did, you know, note her, um, her petty. Um, she'd actually said she needs to get a new one, but I'm like, yeah, it's not looking too bad. And I'm like, that's a, that's a cute color. I'm like, you have figured out the pale white girl version of the white pedicure. Because it was just a little bit to the lavender side. Still fairly light, but a little bit to the lavender. But, you know, with a a pinkish skin tone, it was like the perfect answer to the white petty that normally looks bad on pale white girls. I know that you and a lot of people say that, but I don't think it looks bad. Like, I know even Mrs. Wicked is like, I'm like, you should get pink. And she's like, no, pink just washes out on my skin. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. I, it's, it's the people who are saying it looks bad is not the, the viewers. It's the wearers. Yes. Uh, yeah. I know very few, um, you know, pale skin white girls who like themselves in a white manicure, or white pedicure. You know, I thought it might, it, I guess it's the equivalent of the, re- like, I don't get like gold or like bronze really. Yeah. Because then I feel like it's not bright enough. Like you can't, like it doesn't really stand out. So if it's gold, so it's usually gold mixed me. with something else. But yeah. Okay. But yeah. Of so... course she says to me at that point, she's like, yeah, you know, that's very astute of you to notice. I'm like, well, what else would you expect? She's like, oh yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, 
But it does bring around to this has been prime season for the the teasing. Now, this this conversation wasn't really about teasing. This is somebody who's, you know, pedicure I could freely and openly notice, you know, without having to be weird because I could literally tell her I was noticing it. Does she wear nylons? Um, when she does, I think it's also like knee-high boots, so no. Oh, okay. Well, yes, but no, like she's never, I'm never going to see some sort of um, tease or dangle from her where I'm going to see some nylon feet because, no, I told you she's kind of a hippie chick. So speaking of teaser dangle, um, you know, one of the reasons that most people like, I think like you, like flats is because there's so much unintentional foot play, right? Like they just automatically pop off when you sit down. And I feel that way about nylons. I think that women who wear nylons or pantyhose know that they're accentuating their legs and thighs. And, and they do more, more actual teasing. It's not ac- accidental. I don't know if it's accidental. That, that is the, that is the million dollar question. Um, it's just, I nylons... would say accidental foot tease girl, as we've referred to her on the show, pops in and out of her shoes, probably equally as much, whether she's wearing nylon or not. It's just that nylons, when you're wearing like a either a tight skirt or a short skirt, I don't feel the same when it's like a kind of a long flowy skirt. But if it's a shorter skirt, which is usually when I'm wearing nylons or pantyhose, I just, it, it instantly boosts my sex appeal, I feel like. And I don't know that it's because the nylons draw attention because I do wear patterns and like wearing my, um, my ones with the white skull, like black pantyhose with a white skull. I know everybody looks, they just can't help it. Um, fishnets, just anything with a pattern just draws the eye to my thighs. And I know that I have thick, nice thighs. So I know they're looking and I'm wearing a short skirt. So already, even if I'm not trying you know what I mean? If I'm just going to the store and I'm not really trying to tease anyone or or purposely look sexy, I feel sexy. And I'm usually wearing heels or some type of shoe that kind of clacks. So I'm clickety-clacking, clickety-clacking as I'm walking. And there's just a little bit of a strut with it. Well, and- here's the thing, and and why I, maybe why initially I thought this this initial anecdote is germane, you know, here, here's my friend hippie chick you know as I said often in a pair of high boots flat flat sold high boots Birkenstocks not a shoe you consider well the Germans seem to think they're really sexy but generally a shoe associated with more of a, a crunchy vibe than a, than a glamorous vibe yes mm-hmm. but women invariably she's Got to make sure she. The conversation was initially predicated on her needing to get a new pedicure. Happened to say to her that the last one is the, the current one is looking pr- good enough to wear with Birkenstocks, and you know, had that conversation. But women universally know you're going to wear open-toed shoes. You're going to get a pedicure. You're there with the tights with a with a, a flashy pattern. 
um, you know, I had the conversation about or the story a while back about accidental foot tease girl with the um, the Swiss dot pantyhose that that were like the reverse of the dress she was wearing. Right. Mm-hmm. I've got the other one. It's uh, in my office. The heels, always nylon. Sometimes more opaque than I would like, but always a pair of heels, snake skin or leopard skin or. There is something innate. Women are always drawing attention to their legs and feet. Or always doing things to draw attention to the legs and feet. And so how accidental can these things be? I mean, I, the short minis, I never wear without nylons or pantyhose. I feel too exposed. So part of it is, yes, you know, but even if I were going, I don't know, somewhere where I wasn't trying to attract anybody, I still would, you know, some fucking work or school function. I still want to feel a little bit of a little bit of coverage. You've told me that even in in your days when you did wear a suit to work, even if it was your most mundane suit, the heels were always insane and popping. Always. You, You wear. Yes. You wear heels like I would wear a tie. It's the statement in the outfit. Yes, absolutely. Or or your socks. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. I I could be wearing the dress because I mean there, there's only so many things you can do in work clothes, right? So I'd be wearing, you know, a black pantsuit with a white shirt. I don't have a tie. I mean, I I, I used to wear ties as well, but um, I do like it's that the book. shoes. That sort of reverse drag of a woman. Uh, yeah. In a tailored I, pants I suit used and to tie. wear um I used to buy little boy ties so that there would be clip on or there would be like you know like the rope around, you know, and then you just kind of pull them up. Um <laughs> but they were little, like they went right below my boobs. Okay. And perfect. And I'm chesty, so yeah, so they didn't oh. have to go all the way down to my belly. I used to wear little boy ties all the time. Plus, they're the cutest. You print. could have lied and said you knew how to tie a tie. You weren't wearing a clip-on tie, but okay. I know how to tie a tie. I taught my son and my husband. I know how to tie a tie. No, but I, I just preferred it because it was they weren't as long. Like I felt that men's ties were way too long for me. So, um, but yeah, but the shoes always popping. The shoes always super bright super patterned like there was just yeah for sure for sure people were looking at my shoes like for sure people uh looked to me on a daily basis to see what shoes i was wearing that day and i did have like snake skin cheetah print like all of that for sure you're kinky you're fetishy but women that we have no reason to believe are kinky or fetishy are almost invariably doing something, the, at least acknowledging that an attention to your footwear and to your feet is somehow important to appearance and femininity. I so mean, then, even before we were in the foot fetish world, I was doing shit like that. So before I married my husband, I was doing shit like that. So. The anklets. I always wore anklets. I wore toe rings. I always had my feet done. I didn't have a shoe fetish. I don't think it's necessary. We talked about, you know, the whole shoe fetish thing, but I just, 
I it was just another way to draw attention without being judged by society. You know what I mean? Because if I wore really low cut shirts, they'd be like, oh, that's slut showing off her fucking her tits at the school function or whatever. But yeah, definitely my feet, uh, something you know. something below the knees is a way to to add a sexy pop that isn't that never gets deemed slutty thanks to uh western um tits and ass centric sensibilities <laughs> i have a friend who is um she is the director of finance she's the director of financial aid and a very um a very good university and she has to be extremely professional. I mean, she does. She has an entire team, you know, beneath her, below her, whatever. And she's got superiors that are constantly popping in and out of her. She's got students that she deals with. She has to be very professional. So she does. She wears, you know, uh, business attire, obviously, to work every day. And she wears the most, she's very tall. So she wears the most boring flats every day. She wears comfy comfy shoes she wears the most boring flats every day she wears minimal makeup she's like looks kind of plain jane a little bit until you see her hands she has the the most ratchet longest popping nails i've ever seen And she's a fucking freak. You would never know it from looking at her until you look at her ratchety ass nails. I fucking love it. I love it. You know, she's like this, I don't know, chrome nail polish and each nail has different things on it. She's got stones and gems and like the one hot pink nail and they're like two inches long. I mean, really, I don't know how to grow. Even you're using the the adjective ratchet. Um, There is something just... I don't know. Stereo- something about that that style of nail gets stereotyped as uh, it's like a, a stripper nail, unclassy. You know I, mean? I, I think of the the Peter Griffin bit uh, where he's pretending where, where he's supposed to be the uh, the the dumb receptionist, and he's uh, got the ridiculous nails, <laughs> can't type, <laughs> and picks up the phone. He's like, "No, I can't talk. I only have six people on hold." It, it's that stereotype that those nails always say to me, like it doesn't, it doesn't exude class. And you said everything else about her is classy to the point of almost being plain. Yeah. And then this one thing that is just, I, I do like your adjective. I don't even know that sound right coming out of my mouth, but ratchet, it is the right adjective. <laughs> I mean, and they're not all, the, they're not always like that. Like sometimes they're French tips, so they look classy, but still two inches long. I mean, they're like, yeah. And I don't know, That's it's almost functionless. Like, who doesn't need to use their phone or type? Oh, she's got that shit down. She uses a knuckle. She a types knuckle. with the nails. As far as her phones go, she uses the knuckle. You know, I mean, she's got that. So we had to, um, we were actually out together and she broke a nail. And we cannot stand like a broken nail so the whole time we're like drinking and talking she's popping them off like she's trying to like peel the acrylic off you know and just take them all off so eventually they're all gone and she says I'm gonna give them a break they're looking a little funky so I'm gonna give my hands a break you know I'm gonna see when my guy can get me in you know so she takes like two or three days 
And she's texting me saying, I cannot do a goddamn thing without my nails. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That seems like a handicap, not an advantage. I mean, if if her typing was off, like she just couldn't, she couldn't pick up things. I mean, she drops coins on the floor. She can't pick them up. I mean, really, it's just, you just get used to it. You just work with it, you know? Um, We got way the heck off topic. We were talking about how women in, uh, in nylon foot tees more than anyone else. Well, she does wear flats and nylon, so I'm sure there's some kind of a, teasing that goes on there but you know because you started with the shoes you went and you know and the shoes made yeah. a comment about my shoes but yeah i nylons are definitely another accessory that you can wear to look and be and feel sexy even though cosmo's article said something about it reminding you of what grandma wore in the 40s that is that is done that is absolutely done um the younger millennials and whatever the generation after them are embracing nylon again. Well, and you know what? I think mad men, mad men. Even, even if it's more common stuff or, you know, like our nineties uh, colored tights that were big, you know, they, the, the younger, I hate to say the younger generation, like I'm so goddamn old. Well, we are. I'm going to wave my angry exer stick. Here. but uh, <laughs> yeah the, the the generation two below us the one the, the one after the millennials are are bringing nylon back um and apparently they are actually of age already so that's kind of creepy so like i'm I gonna think... extend the millennials and then the, the generation younger than the millennials is is perfectly of age and that just makes me feel insanely old um but i i think foot fetish in general because we, we talked about the most, obviously, right? The, foot, the most common fetish ever in the history of fetishes is the mm-hmm. foot fetish. Yes. And, um, you know, we are creatures that grow and need change and evolve. So I think people then start looking to um, adjacent fetishes that are adjacent to it, which is nylon. Absolutely. So, I mean, and I there is something that I think is is subconscious, is almost ingrained. I don't know, but you go out into any normal vanilla environment, the grocery store. We'll, we'll just say that the woman who is reaching for the pop tarts on the top shelf stands there long enough comparing labels and one of her feet is popping out of her shoes. Mm. Yes, you've got the the tiptoe stretch popping out of your shoes, but I'm talking about the just lifting up one foot, leaving the the shoe on the ground, lifting one foot out of it, either just to the the edge of the heel, the edge of the the, the back, the heel cup, as it were, or all the way out. It is a natural, nonchalant, um, almost action of distraction, like one of those things you just do absent-mindedly, like doodling. Yeah, the same way we said. Okay. There's nobody who though? can sit down in a pair of ballet flats and not have their feet just coming out of them. 
Okay, is it though? Because I mean, I do understand like going to the grocery store after work. So, you know, 6 or 6.30 is the best time for for nylon fetishists to go to the grocery store because there's all these women after work in, in heels and nylons just popping them on and off, myself being one of them. Um, but I also, I'm going to say so, sometimes it wasn't intentional. Sometimes my feet just hurt in those fucking heels and I'm just trying to catch a break, right? But the majority of the time... It is intentional. If I catch someone, and it's a question that I get a lot. Um, like, what do you do if you catch somebody looking at my feet? And I'm like, I've put on a goddamn show. I've told the story of the of the kid at kid, young guy at Dunkin' Donuts, you know, looking at my feet and me putting on a show. Um, if you're looking, I'm putting on a show. I wouldn't do that with my tits or my ass, but I definitely do it with my feet. You know, I don't do it with my tongue, you know, so it's always kind of, um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, there's, there's that move, the, the pulling the foot out of the, the back of the shoe. But I do that it mostly. Is, there is the dangle. You cross your legs almost always. It's like a sneaker or something, you know, Oxford that laces up. They're going to dangle. Well, you wear the like... flats and you're sitting down, your feet are going to pull out of them. These are, these are the 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 standard absent-minded moves, and you're trying to tell me they're completely intentional. Sometimes they're intentional. I don't. I know. mean, I mean, where you got to meet the people footsie, who are in my staff meeting? Playing some playing footsie under the table. Like, where do you think that comes from? Yeah, I mean, that's. Um, it didn't start off as let me touch you with my feet. Like it started off as like some shoe dangling, some shoe removal. Like I always take off my shoes underneath the table. Like no matter what table I'm at, like whatever restaurant or meeting or whatever, the shoes always pop off if they if they can pop off. Yeah, I mean obviously we're talking about you know the, the realm of of heels and flats. We're definitely even chucks because I don't tie my laces on my chucks or they're tied but they're sort of permanently tied you know where i can slip them on and off i made a custom once um it was me shopping at the grocery store in nylons and slippers that took a lot for me to do because i don't wear slippers out of the house like i just think it's yeah it's a house very shoe. it should be in your house <laughs> yeah it is it's very Walmart. yeah but um you know, I work at a at a at a doctor's office at a hospital, and yeah, you sort I, of have, people you walk have in sort of shoes that you're required to wear to work. No, but I mean the the patients and the people bringing in the patients, you know, coming in with the patients, they wear their pajamas and slippers, and it drives me fucking nuts. I'm like, dude, you're in a doctor's office. You didn't think to put fucking jeans on mm. and pair well, shoes. I mean- if it's if it's a sort of emergent situation, I can see just coming as you are. No, it's an appointment, appointment that's been scheduled yeah. two weeks out. You know, sometimes but, they're dropping off for surgery, but they're still sitting and meeting with the doctor. It's not like well, you go to an emergency room and you just leave with whatever you're wearing. No, it's. I'm just glad that for every visit. person that is, you know, trying for to be Miss April in the uh, People of Walmart catalog. There are still people who go to work in, you know, a skirt <laughs> and pantyhose and, and high heels and 
even if those high heels happen to be leopard skin, you know? I have gone to the grocery store, like, on Thanksgiving with my nylons and my flip-flops on. <laughs> well, we've talked about that. The, the nylons and, the and I did get hate mail is... for that. I told you that I would. <laughs> I know, but nylons and flip-flops is sort of part of the Hispanic mother uniform, especially on a holiday. And I think it's part of almost every woman's Thanksgiving uniform. If it's not flip-flops, it's slippers. But it's, it's I've, I I've think bothered it's to usually get like I bothered to get dressed for for Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> but I still have to work a lot in the kitchen, so I need something, you know, easy on my feet. That's that's a uniform. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. Uh, even if it slides, though, I mean, why flip-flop? That availability. I mean, the Hispanic um, that all have flip flops. I don't know. They're much more. My available. mom. My mom will be out gardening in nylons and flip flops. <coughs> Excuse me, Jesus. Um. Yeah, it's it's really quite comical. There's my there's my mom in a skirt and pantyhose and her flip flops gardening. Yeah. I'm like, Mom, what are you Changing doing? Out she's of the like watering her plants, right? And I'm like, Mom, what are you doing? And she's like, Oh, the plants needed a little water. Changing out of the work attire wasn't important enough because <laughs> it's a simple task. But obviously changing into a, a shoe that's easier for walking on the grass was the only necessary thought. And so the flip-flops go on over. It makes perfect sense to me. I have yet to see nylons and Crocs. Oh, dear God. I, I can't believe you just said those words out loud. Now I'm it's looking, going to happen and I will murder you. I am looking. And the day that I see it, I will take a picture of it and send it to you, my friend. I will totally creep shot someone for you. Ugh. But please don't unfriend me after that. <laughs> I might unfriend you just because you put the thought into the universe. What if they're wearing Crocs, the heel, the high-heeled Crocs? I think that's even worse, especially since we found out those cost, what, like $300, $800, oh, something ridiculous? Sake. Oh, my God, I can't. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's utterly ridiculous. Did I ever tell you, ask you, there was a style of kind of a hybrid sandal house shoe that was popular in both both coasts LA and and New York for a brief while in like the early 2000s and they were like a very tight woven almost nylon looking probably plastic with a slipper slash flip flop type bottom do you recall these and do you recall me talking about them no no Tell me about tell me about that again. I don't. Okay, so they 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 have the overall shape of a closed toe, as you would say, house shoe, right? Okay. The sole is you know um, enough to wear out of the house, but not much more. But they're they're sort of plasticky. But the whole enclosure, the whole top, is woven to the tune of an, a a loose nylon or an extra tight wove fishnet. And they're available in a bunch of colors. Oh, oh, you're talking about like it was like a little, like an actual fishnet. And I don't mean like a nylon fishnet. I mean like 
it was plastic and it was very thinly like kind of woven together and it had little flowers on them with the had little flowers on them yeah sequences on them sometimes the the weave was as it, tight as like a micro fishnet would be yes yes yeah okay and they came it's in all kinds of funky those. colors like light yeah. blue and, and they pink were just, and green they were just like a five dollar bodega pair of house shoes and they became very popular <laughs> for a hot minute in history but what was oh, very gosh, interesting yes. is when worn because of that weave, when worn with a bare foot, they gave the appearance of a nylon foot. Like they were just transparent enough that they kind of like look when you saw a person wearing them, it had almost the same appearance as if they were wearing nylons and no shoes. I don't know. I kind of I used to I don't know why, but I used to associate them with like a camel. Like a camel foot. Especially when they were worn in like a pink color or a peach color or some type, a little bit kind of skin looking. And I used to call them camel shoes. I'm not sure why. Like they didn't have any split on the toe or anything. It was just they had a little bit of a seam kind of in the middle sometimes. Sometimes. Not all of them. And like you said, some of them had like flower appliques and some of them had glitter and some yeah. of them were pretty plain. Yeah, generally kind of unnatural colors. A lot of yeah. you know, like green and teal. Yes, yes. Um, oh, goodness. Those were awful. They, they Thank were. Thank goodness they, they only were... lasted like, you know, a week. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a hot minute in history. But for that hot minute, uh, everyone, okay. who had, everyone who had a bodega on the corner was wearing a pair. For like yeah, they were very, one um, very swap meat, very flea market. Very bodega type shoes. Um, they were definitely in the little kind of like the local little, you know, you know that story. I don't know if you know um, because you know you're slightly more privileged than I was, but um, there was always like a little Asian store in a shopping center that you weren't quite sure what they sold, except they sold everything. Yes. Imported from China, basically. Yeah. They were they were just the quote Chinese import. If you needed your happy lucky cat, you could get it there. If you needed incense, you could get it there. If you needed those old canvas Mary Jane Kung Fu shoes that every yes! pair of in the nineties. Like the brownish with like the brownish bottom rubber bottom or plastic. Yeah, bottom. yeah. It was it was br- like it was tan brown gum rubber and the top was usually oh my gosh and they came in red velvet too they came with brocade characters that probably meant dumb white girl doesn't know this is making fun of her oh my god and they still (laughs) to this day they still sell those if you can still find one of those chinese import stores there's like hair clips and socks and Oh yeah, it was magnets and all kinds of shit in there. Yeah. None of none of it made sense. And then you could also probably drop three hundred dollars on a katana that was probably made in um, Mexico. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So they had these um, dollar nylons there. Oh God! They were like they were like tights. Oh, I thought this. I thought this is finally where you found how how you get the knee highs that don't stay on the calf and roll down around your ankle. Well, yes, that too. Yes, they those did have those. Sense. 
um a neighbor that was diabetic used to go there and buy them for specifically for that reason because they wouldn't tight around the and she was kind of heavy set so they stayed on her but for the rest of us they just dangle down um but no they had this like two trillion chinese grandmothers can't be wrong they they had this like um like a oh gosh it's like a rack that spins you know yeah and they had the little rack with full of nylons um with these crazy pattern of like butterflies with like a gem on them or a tiger oh my god the panther the panther crawling up the leg oh yeah please tell me you've seen that or the tiger i have i have okay so very 80s very early 90s right and my mom perfect for dancing on the hood of a car my mom had every fucking animal every fucking print they had there and she would wear like I can't I'm not gonna say it was business suit but you know it was like a like a decent mom clothes like skirt below the knee kind of like this little jacket with a ruffle on the bottom like very 80s suit um you know still with and, the poof in her and hair her Chinese import puma pantyhose and her and her the fucking tiger the cheetah there was a cheetah one too where the eyes were the gems Oh my god. Oh god, someone please get me some of those. Please find them oh and send god. them to my this field is box. So this is so big big trouble in little China, except Kim Cattrall didn't even have a pair in that movie. Oh my gosh. I've I I promise I will look through my family albums and find a picture yes. of my mom wearing like red ruffled clothes clothes with the black nylons that had the the tiger with the two gem eyes crawling up her thigh. All right. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is insane. I wonder well, if my mom is fetishy. On on that note, <laughs> as we as we now conclude this this discussion of nylons, the bad and the teasy. Um, <laughs> That's a good title for our episode. All right. I'll write it down. Maybe it'll stick. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. Tell us something. Let's leave some homework for our audience. Tell us something about pantyhose or nylons that we have not talked about yet. Right? So something like encasement and, you know, uh, different types of nylon fetishes out there. Because, you know, we and can't know all of them. And if it's something we don't maybe don't know we've got a few guests coming up are we are we naming guests or no we just said we're gonna we're gonna grab chalk well you know what we named them earlier on so traveling investor d or d traveling investor is gonna come on and natty rockberry who does a ton of youtube reviews she that girl was that she's the one that wears nylons to the gym like that girl just wears them everywhere so and I know you've got to take a, a week off and I have secured our old friend and season two guest for, to make her return as a pinch hitting co-host, uh, Lady Citra. Um, I am really excited about that, actually. I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm so glad that Lady Citra is able to fill in for me. It's going to be so great. I'm actually going to miss talking to her because hers was definitely one of the episodes that went on longer because we were having such great conversation. 
that was definitely one of the first episodes oh, where yeah. we grabbed a person that we barely knew and have been super cool friends with them ever since. Yeah, no, she's, you know, maybe we get to ask her about how the fires are doing too. <laughs> or how she's doing in the fires, maybe. Yeah, she's she's not terribly, well, obviously she's a lot closer to them than I am, but right. uh, you know, and talk. we're getting the worst brunt of it than she is. It's very weird. Strange weather patterns. Yeah. Um, and on that note, if you've been masturbating to my snotty voice this whole time or my smooth mellow tones talking ridiculous <laughs> shit <laughs> as always you're welcome very welcome <laughs> yeah okay to the one guy out there I'm assuming it's the girls, but, you know, that's way too heteronormative. Anyone can masturbate to me. It doesn't bother me. Well, you're welcome. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs)